I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome to Freedom Friday. I am so thankful to be sharing this message with you from a little island and that it might reach you in your part of the world is such a blessing and an honor for me. I so appreciate your support of this podcast. It inspires me. And today is one of my favorite days. I get to reminisce on my old books and share some insights with you. Today, we'll discuss my first book, Meditative Questions, Zen and Tao Inspired. And what I'll do is just open the book and discuss my thoughts on three questions. As I always like to say, there's no right answer to any of these any of these questions, it is meant to promote a spirit of reflection within you. And the ultimate goal is for both the question and the questioner to disappear. That is true awakening, which is so possible for you. (laughs) So let's open the book and get to the first question. Oh, This one is, all misery is created by the activity of the mind. Is that true? Beautiful question. And I have to say that even for me, when I look at these questions, again, as I deepen in my own spiritual depth or growth, I see the questions differently. So now as I read this one, All misery is created by the activity of the mind. Is that true? I'm reminded of my position. So when we're operating from the position of the person or the body-mind, everything is personal. Things that happen to our person or thoughts that arise in our mind feel very harmful. They feel like attacks because we are identified with that state of personhood. But if we expand and shift our position to that of the observer, to the observer consciousness, all of that that's happening to the person doesn't touch us. We're merely observing, we're watching. We have distance from all of those things that are happening in the mind, in the body-mind. And as we even recognize that that observer can be observed, we move into a space of ultimate awareness where everything that's happening to the person and even the world starts to be seen in the light of awareness. And in that light of awareness, it it's all this endless swirl, this ultimate space and our position as consciousness is even more subtle than that space because we're able to see it we're able to see that space which means we're not that either so as we deepen in our spiritual experiences everything that's happening in this personal 
form begins to take on less and less weight. As we shift the level of our consciousness, we become more and more free because we recognize that the body-mind is not what we truly are. Everything is revealed as this illusion, in fact. But the first step is to shift to the position of the observer and recognize that what we're able to observe means that we have distance, we have space from that, we are not actually that. And the power to identify gives us the ability to shift positions. Okay, that was the first question. (laughs) Got deeper than I expected. Second question, and I'm somehow picking pages today that have this like bluish purple color next to them, which is really beautiful to see in the book. So this question is, when you concern yourself with the activities of others, are you really just avoiding the things you need to do? When you concern yourself with the activities of others, are you really just avoiding the things you need to do? Wow, I really like this question. I think about it from a day-to-day personal perspective in that sometimes we can get caught up in the little dramas and the things that are happening around us or to others that gets our attention. You know, I I love sharing memes and funny jokes with my friends, but you know, that is a form of distraction. And that's okay. You know, this life is meant to be enjoyed as well. So I think that there's, we have to give ourselves permission to laugh and to enjoy things. But we have to recognize that if we spend all of our energy and all of our time dissecting the lives of others, discussing the lives of others, we're not ever being reflective. We're not taking the time to really consider ourselves. And as we go deeper beyond just our personal self and our our goals, our dreams, and our thoughts, if we start to shift to the more yeah, freedom-seeking path, I'll say, that requires a level of attention and devotion that's even greater because we have to give this weight over some of the day-to-day things that may have once seemed so important. We have to make space for this seeing When we make space for that seeing, we're able to achieve this incredible peace and freedom, but we don't see that at first. It seems like it might be a waste of time or energy, but truly setting aside time, whether it be a meditation practice, a devotional practice, or even mindful walking, All of these activities are creating a space. 
they're allowing you time to deepen within yourself. So you ultimately reveal your truest nature. So while we can enjoy having conversations and living, make space, make space for this investigation, for this seeing, because it won't, it won't harm you. In fact, it will free you. Okay. Last question. (laughs) Another purple page. Wow. Oh, this one. This question is, what would happen if we all took a stand against violence? How could that start with you? And I'm remembering, actually, when I wrote this question, I was in Bali, and I kept thinking, you know, all of these questions that I'm channeling are amazing. You know, they they get to this deeper question of existence and reality. But there's also, I feel... a a desire to eradicate violence, especially, especially, especially violence against women and children. And given my experience at, you know, volunteering at domestic violence shelters, this was really, um, yeah, this really touched my heart. And so as I was channeling all these different questions about these deeper spiritual things, This landed in my heart as a really important thing for all of us to consider because sometimes violence seems far away, like that's happening to someone else. And so we feel this distance, right? We, We feel that there's something that is not our concern. However, the reality is that we are all connected. We are one. And so violence happening to another is is touching you somehow, whether you see it or not. And to raise the vibration of peace is to not ignore that violence, whether we're inflicting it on others or we see it being inflicted on a child. There's a responsibility for us to recognize how we can be more loving and more kind and also to help protect those that cannot protect themselves. So often I've seen commercials about animals that have been abused and it's terrible, right? That is also completely unacceptable. And there are lots of foundations to help support those animals. But we have to see it's happening to people, And we cannot turn a blind eye and consider ourselves to be spiritual if we think that that doesn't matter or that doesn't affect us. So this question, I'll read again. What would happen if we all took a stand against violence? How could that start with you? This question in my heart is a a reminder that... If we all stood against violence, we, can, we could create peace. 
you know, if we if we all had a commitment to peace, that is what would pervade in this world. And how could that start with you is is a challenge. It's a challenge to investigate your actions, your thoughts, because even negative thoughts against yourself is a violence to yourself. It's to investigate that and recognize how you can be more kind and loving in both your actions, but also your thoughts. This is really important because when we give ourselves that loving kindness, we're naturally sharing it with the world because that is how we then show up in the world. We show up as this loving being because we're loving ourselves. So this, yeah, this question, I, I'm glad to see it. I, you know, I I'll, I'll, I'll honestly forget about a lot of the, the things that are in my books because I haven't necessarily looked at them lately. But this, this question is a, a positive reminder of how we must be the change we wish to see in the world. And that can start very simply with checking ourselves. If an unloving thought or unloving action arises, we, we have to see it. And then our future actions have to reflect who we want to be in the world, how we want to show up. Things happen to all of us. And no one can walk through this life completely unscarred or untouched by a negative experience of some kind or some that you might process as a negative experience. But our reality is dictated by what we choose to do with it now, in this moment. Are we going to carry that experience as part of who we are as this badge? Or are we going to transcend it? As we transcend those experiences and choose to be loving and kind, we transcend everything. And as we choose to show up as our truest self, this infinite, endless spirit, we transcend even the mind and our body. We're choosing the higher. And that's what this question is about, choosing the higher. And that's what I wish for all of us. And I'm so thankful to be sharing this all with you And I thank you for being here. Namaste.